Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I'm Chad Prather, filling in for Glenn. Uh, party time mom, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We don't mess around with the small things like Glenn Beck. He only speaks to 15.5 million people every morning. I appreciate Glenn Beck. Been on my heart all day. So do I. <laughs> I love Glenn Beck and his family. Pull that microphone closer to you. I <laughs> love Glenn Beck and his family. Good dude. I've got a bone to pick with him. Yeah. <laughs> Parked in my sp- parking Park spot. In your parking spot. I mean, not that I have a designated one around here, but it's kind of where I always park. <laughs> it's always open when I get here. Yeah. What do you think, Candace, would happen if we stenciled Party Foul Steve's name on the little parking, the little block there? I don't know. I think Glenn has the power to override it. Do you completely. think anybody would notice if we did it? I don't think anyone would notice even if steve went out there and laid in that parking space (laughs) (laughs) that's it i'm going to i'm going to go make a sign and drive it in the concrete glenn might park on top of him uh or whoever's driving glenn that particular day uh glenn drives himself though he likes to drive oh he does he yeah glenn revealed that in one of our intimate conversations well i will point out he was parked out past the little red stripe for the fire trucks Mm-hmm. So technically, we could have him towed. Oh, oh! Can you imagine? Well, I'm just surprised Glenn parked out there where the peasants do. <laughs> Normally, he backs it into the building, like right. in up the ramp. They back it right in. The rolled up door comes up, backs yeah. it in, I, parks it. Rolled down door comes. I down. think he parked it there because he's waiting for the mobile car washing unit oh, to come in and pick right. it up and go wash. Apparently, it. that's a thing around Blaze Studios. I was getting out of the truck, and my truck is filthy after the winter storms. I was getting out of my truck, and uh, Elijah Schaefer, um, he's so uppity with the, these days because he's gotten so popular, and apparently he's a one percenter. I don't know, he's rich. <laughs> um, kids don't know what to do with this newfound money. It's new money. I can new smell, money. I can smell new money right, all over right, right, Elijah right. Schaefer. Uh, but, of course, Elijah hosts Blaze TV Slightly Offensive, um, and Elijah's my buddy. He's like a little brother to me. I'm really more like a father to him. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, yeah, I got the mobile detailing service coming out. to the." And I'm like, what is going And then he hands his keys to the security guy up at the front, like, would you park this for me? Pull my key around. I didn't know we had that option. Is that, like, covered by the blaze? No. Oh. Steve, literally none of your expenditures are covered by the blaze. <laughs> oh, bull. He's trying. Do He's y'all know really how many reaching. snacks and how many cups of coffee I have yeah. out there? Steve, Steve's like, these get- snacks are free to me. <laughs> That's right. I'm paying for yeah yeah nothing no that uh but but glenn he parked out there where the peasants are well it's a nice day he wanted to get a little bit of vitamin d walking into the building can you believe it was one degree last week it's that's why i'm in my body 78 yesterday that's right yeah i'm not wearing pants i mean it's great (laughs) Uh, yeah oh man i love glenn i and honestly i want to make a serious comment i want to make a serious comment you know we lost rush limbaugh and uh if it wasn't for rush limbaugh there would be no conservative talk radio at least to the degree that it is right right now. yeah and um conservative radio conservative talk radio is kind of that last bastion i don't know how long it's going to be around or going to be a thing but it's still a very popular medium that's out there and uh its influence anybody who's in the business would have to say rush limbaugh was a heavy influence on on their career and uh, kind of paved the way yeah. and i say the same thing for guys like glenn you know and Stu, I mean, Stu's hung in there too. Uh, you know, Glenn's kind of the guy that catches the crap mm-hmm. that's out there. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, but I appreciate guys like you know Jeffy and I can't believe I said that out loud. And, yeah, and, uh, um, I was going to say uh, and, it, it's for Rush Limbaugh that I know what oxycotton is. You going to expand on that? Nope. Or just <laughs> lay, lay, right lay that little drug thing out there. R.I.P. Rush. <laughs> That's for the dark humor people out there. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I we're sure to catch gonna, some comments on that one. I didn't know if you are going to walk that humor out or, or just nope. go ahead. Just, just leave just it hanging. Just sit there and let the weight. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Just, just let the weight hang right here in the mothership, which yep. is Studio 22. This is for you critical thinkers. Yeah. But, you know, everybody just blasted Rush. You know, and once he passed, I mean, the, the vitriol was horrible. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, he's still a human being, yeah. guys, whether you agreed with his politics or anything else. And Rush was a good guy. And, uh, I mean, you know, he didn't live on the same planet we do. Neither does Glenn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's fine. What about the controversy of them lowering the flags in Florida to half staff because of, you know, for his, for that day? I mean, was, you know, I, what I mean, it, 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 did they? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was still up in the air as of this morning. <laughs> Steve, Steve's speaking in the air. hypotheticals. <laughs> like, what do you think about the uh, idea that could have happened where maybe possibly well, someone, it crossed their mind if to you do gotta, something? If you do it for him, then you have to do it for every, you know, on no, the left. No, you don't left. have to do it for anybody except for the people you want mm-hmm. to do it yeah. for. I mean, I don't care. I mean, you know, flying the flags a half staff. I think that should be held for politicians and 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 elected representatives and military and people like that. Now, if the radio station wants to lower their flags to half staff, yeah, go for it. Yeah, the, all the AMs that carried him, yeah, his show, yeah. If they want to do well can you find that out for us uh yeah I'm, Steve. I'm okay go <laughs> off the tracks bad That's off the fault. tracks here the, you, i mean you guys you don't don't follow him down that rabbit trail lisa what the hell come on with me no, i was just gonna myself. tell you guys that before god i hate when steve drinks caffeine how many cups of coffee is that for you today four stop oh my god and he drinks it black stop golly candace don't encourage this behavior don't I've encourage tried him to, to get him removed by security. I thought today times. was Thursday. I could drink as many cups of coffee as I can. Candace, you unplug but, the Keurig. Stop it! I'm about to unplug his microphone. Oh! Steve, if you knew how hyper you got on coffee. Anyway, uh, I'm just kidding. I love it. <laughs> you scared me. Hey, for look, y'all shut up. My feelings hurt. Listen, you never thought COVID could cost you your home, right? Uh, it might just be. Uh, reality in your life because cybercrime's up 75% and uh, some of the most serious cybercrime out there you need to be worried about is home title theft. Cybercriminals, foreign and domestic, they're out there after your homes. It's easier than you think for them to steal it. The title documents to your homes are online and uh, the thief finds your home's title, forges your signature in a quick claim deed and refiles it stating that you sold your home to them and then takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You don't even know what's happened until the late payments and the eviction notices show up. Insurance doesn't cover it. Uh, common identity theft programs they don't cover it that's why you need to protect your home with home title lock the instant home title lock detects someone tampering with my home's title they're going to help shut it down so go to hometitlelock.com register your address to see if you're already a victim they'll tell you uh then you can use code radio to receive 33 days of protection that's code radio hometitlelock.com go there today we'll be right back Did you, uh, you weren't here for it, but did you watch last night's show with me and Steve talking about how I've changed 
for the worst. Steve, Steve Helms? No, Steve Powell. Oh, Steve Powell. No, you, no, no, you changed for the night. worst? Yeah, we, we, we talked about that last night on the show about how, um, um, how I've just changed for the worst. Well, if you're listening to this later on, it was Wednesday night. Okay. And so, because uh, apparently I've become an evil person. Oh, that's right. Well, no, I, I mean, I do read the tweets and I do you, see, you the see the comments. comments I see yeah. the Because com- they're like, they come after us too because we're, we're affiliated with you. I know. I mean, you get the brunt of it. Yeah. But yeah, I feel bad for you. I would not want to be you. I wouldn't want to be Glenn. Y'all catch a lot of hate. Sort of enjoy it. Well, I, you do. Because you play into it. Sort of enjoy it. Um, just because... There's something in me that is twisted and dark that makes me want to see what triggers people, Mm -hmm. okay? For me, social media has always been one big sociological experiment. What triggers people? What triggers them in a good way, in a bad way? Makes them spend money, blah, 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 you know? Um, You know, years ago when I got on social media, you don't wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm going to go viral. Yeah. Right? Right. I had a plan for my life. I was working that plan. I was trying to do, and it just happened to go viral. And I was able to create career things out of that. It didn't change everything I was doing. I was in television when I went viral. Uh, it's led me some places that I'm happy that it led me to. Um, I'm happy that things like that helped lead me here to the blaze, right? And be a part of this family. And I appreciate the doors it's opened up. But at, at no time did I ever sit back and say, hey, I'm going to be a people pleaser and say what you think you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Now, there are times when I've put videos out there that, I, that to me were inspirational or mm-hmm. motivational, and people tend to think that that's who you are, right? They tend to forget the other stuff that you've put out there. Like, again, I still say my, my favorite joke, and, and it was one of the most triggering jokes, was, you know, the word karate is Japanese for my kid can't hit a curveball. Mm-hmm. And I love that joke. Mm-hmm. And people got so pissed off because of, you know, my kid's in karate. How dare you? Blah, 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 blah. It's All a joke. four of mine were in karate. I think I mean, it's funny. You know, <laughs> it's just a joke. Right. And true. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, I made the comment on social media the other day. I said Tiger Woods didn't obey the 90 degree rule, you know, which he drove off the cart path. Um, and that's. I'm not making fun of Tiger Woods. Just right. reality. Yeah, wrecked the yeah, car. Yeah. Tiger has a history of doing bad things with vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, with and thankfully, he hasn't injured anyone else. Right. Uh, because he's got a history mm-hmm. there. Uh, I don't know why a guy worth $900 million is ever driving himself. Look, I ain't worth anything, and I don't drive myself for the most part. Deep <laughs> <laughs> job. I don't like to. Yeah. And, uh, well, plus, you work and stuff. I'm working well, on yeah. my phone and yeah. all that stuff. And, and so my phone never stops. And I will admit that over the years, I've become a little bit jaded because people have, uh, they're not always the nicest. No. You know, you see the true humanity, the people that come after you, they send the threats, you know, I'll meet you so and so. And look, I'm, I'm out there on the road. I meet people face to face. I do shows. It's sometimes people are like, well, I'll be there. You know, I live a very public life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, I've, you know. I've done my best to hide my kids and, and to hide personal aspects of my life, um, all the while trying to continually put yourself out there. And, you know, everybody thinks that they could do it until it happens. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, everybody thinks they can play your position until it, you see what it goes into uh-huh. play in that position. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a lot of hard stuff that goes there. But I was able to capitalize on that stuff and, 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 I'll still put things out there unapologetically. 
knowing that it's going to trigger some people. That's just the nature of the beast, right? And so I get some interesting comments, and they get entertaining. Uh, this person said, it seems you have definitely changed over the past year or so, getting a little full of yourself. God humbles people when that happens. Is this really how a future governor should really speak? See, something changed when I did the whole politics thing, when I announced that deal, because now people want to hold you to a whole different standard. That's right. They feel like they can hold that over your head. Yep. Like, you, you, I'm not your pastor. Yep. Right? I've put motivational things out there. I, I'm not your pastor. Um, this person says, I personally don't care for Tiger Woods. <laughs> wasn't even the point of your comment don't hate it for what his family went through today um and i won't read the rest of it because it gets personal um uh the uh this is my this particular one is my here, well i'll get to that one this person said i loved the chad prather who made cute inspirational videos in his truck could we have more of that guy maybe if I feel inspired to do so. I mean, it's like I'm not your dancing chicken mm -hmm. here. Um, there's uh, um, really, man, did you make fun of Kobe and his daughter, too, when they burned up in a helicopter crash? How does that even connect? How Actually, there was it, there were several comedians that came out pretty shortly after that that did make fun of, you know, in some reference to the Kobe incident. Yeah. This person said it may be trendy to make fun of celebrities when they die. Um, I, okay, I get. I don't know. I mean, did Tiger Woods die? I think no. he's still alive. He's um, recovering, is what yeah. I read. It, it's uh, to get seriously injured, but but it's still an asshole thing to do. Um, the uh, uh, too far over the edge. Making a joke about someone who is injured is just not cool. And if anyone here was related to someone. That the same thing happened to, I doubt that they would think it's funny. Go ahead. Ready for the shitstorm to start about my comment, 543. And I commented on there. I said, only if I comment. Because when I comment, it yeah. brings your deal to the top. Yeah, I noticed yeah. if I comment on it, yeah. they yeah. take off like that too. So I started commenting on your stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, but here's my favorite one. This, the fact that someone typed these words out and meant them. I thought they were being satirical meant this this person said i got offended one time by chad prather it changed my life not only did i lose weight because of his comment i set out to prove what an ass he was well the ass was correct but sometimes truth hurts and humor helps being an ass is optional though and i unfollowed him seems truth follows you an ass he is but a motivational one it'll all be okay I have no clue how he's even on my page, but hey. <laughs> yes, you do. You re-liked the page. You're commenting under... Whatever the case is, I kind of like that comment, because sometimes I think he's an ass, too, but I love him. <laughs> it's, uh, but, you know, it was shortly after you had your colon, part of your colon removed out of your ass that I made fun of you, and I made all kinds of butt jokes and <laughs> yeah. everything. And yeah, it was like, they, I think you were still in the hospital. they literally cut me open and took oh. my guts yeah. out. <laughs> it's, um, you were still laying on a hospital bed, and I was making jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Listen, I, I am the butt of my own jokes a lot. Uh, and so I, it's okay. I could take it. It's, uh, it's, um, and, and to each their own. Uh, 
Someone said your uh, fan base has shrunk and uh, you're irrelevant. And I was like, I went back and started trying to look at numbers and stuff. And it said, since the election, your fan base has shrunk. Mm. And I was looking at numbers and I'm like, no, it's like tripled. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never done anything for a quote fan base. Like, and I'm not trying to be famous. Well, also, like, you don't care. You literally. But you don't care about these people. I mean, I know that you put it out there so you can bait them and they write you back and you fire them. But like, you don't live by their comments. Like, you're not going home and freaked out that like this guy's saying. So like every person whose comment I just read, Mm -hmm. this is just the nature of the beast. This is what happens when you have a social media following that numbers in the millions of people. And by the way, these are not on fan pages or business pages. These comments are on my personal friend Facebook page, right? My personal page. Do you know some of the people personally that commented? I have never heard their names ever in my life. I don't recall ever reading their names ever. These people who were so offended, mm-hmm. who, who feel so close to me. Right? Enough to sit there and write a page of, I hate you, you're awful, yeah. you're a jerk. I don't know why I'm, I, don't, I unfollowed you, but somehow yet I'm on your page because you're following him. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a whole big section. Uh, it's kind of a foundational section in my book that's coming out in August. And it's about the social media phenomena, about how it lends a little bit of um, fame and importance to people mm-hmm. because they have a platform. They can speak, right? Mm-hmm. They, can, they can go on there and they can do that. And, and sometimes for all of us, it psychologically plays into this self-importance, this narcissistic thing that we think that what we have to say is more important than anybody else's and our feelings need to be held at a higher regard mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. esteem. And uh, it's, a, it's an unfortunate phenomenon. But that, again, is my – this is a 10-year sociological mm-hmm. experiment for me. And what I'm writing about in this book is, is a, about a lot of that stuff. Look, I like everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I don't care. Um, who was it uh, – uh, somebody came to me the other day and they, they said uh, they were having a conversation with a, a liberal-leaning friend and they said, you need to watch Chad Prather. And they watched a little bit of it and they said, he's saying this and this and this. And they said, nowhere did he say that. You're hearing what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You think what he's going to say. Right. And you're hearing what you want to hear. If you listen to him, you know that he really doesn't have anything against anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do behind closed doors. I don't care what you do in your relationships. Um, I'm going to respect you as a human being. You know, I, w- I went out for a walk this morning and walked, you know, probably a couple of miles in a downtown area. And I tried to say hello to people as they pass. And people are just like, Phew. they're just, they're just straight on. They don't want to, they don't want to interact. Like, this guy's got a, no mask. I can't even look at him. I wasn't wearing a mask. And you know, it, it, while I was walking, as a side note, while I was walking, I, there was only two people. That said hi to you? With no, 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 no. There's only no two people that weren't wearing masks. I was one of them. I saw one other one man person. Outside? in a downtown city, in city streets, walking or block for block. Uh, I saw one other person besides myself walking outdoors that wasn't wearing a mask. That's sad to me. That is so sad That's and disappointing. Sad. So, so we're losing the idea of interpersonal interaction yep. with each other on, on a daily basis, on a personal basis. Yep. But yet we go online and we blast each other mm-hmm. and we get offended. Like you're going to, I make a joke that is tasteless, right? And let's face it, it is. That's okay. Yeah. Tasteless jokes are always going to be around. They mm-hmm. always have been around. Um, I mean, think, I'm not going to get into that because then you people get pissed at me. No, I mean, think, think, about, think about when the Challenger exploded, right? Right. I mean, there were some pretty cruel jokes that came out. Need another seven astronauts. That was the first one. And I was still at school that, that day. Yeah. And Wait, I mean, is that the one that. 
yes. the teacher was on? Yes. That blue eyes? Yes. One blue this way, one blue that way. Come on, see this guy. Well, no, all of those jokes were being told. That's right. So so remember the Darwin Awards? Yep. We wrote whole, there were whole books written about people who kill themselves in stupid ways. There's been television shows made about people who kill themselves in stupid ways, doing stupid things. Uh, We used to, you know, there there was all of this stuff where, you know, there used to be books out there, 101 Uses for a Dead Cat. Right. Those were fun satire <laughs> books. Yeah. I mean, we used to read those in school. Yeah. Uh, Mad Magazine, Cracked Magazine, satire mm-hmm. stuff that was out there, it was offensive. But now... Oh, forget it. You start to get a little distasteful. I mean, they're putting disclaimers on the Muppets for crying out loud. And you know what? Stu told me, he told he was talking to somebody, I don't know if he interviewed somebody, and they said, start buying all your favorite shows on DVDs because like, he, Stu's been going back and re-watching all of the It's Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. episodes, just cackling at night with all these episodes. And they are, if you go back 10 years and here's some of the stuff they're talking about... Yeah. Absolutely not. They would be canceled. And Stu's like, it's just a matter of time before they pull this entire series. It'll be gone. Yeah. So you got to get your DVDs so you can preserve all these shows. <laughs> but that's the thing. That was all acceptable. Now we're in cancel culture. You say one thing, you look at somebody the wrong way, and you are canceled. Yeah. You're canceled. Yeah. So now people are so sensitive. They're much more alert and alarmed. Oh, and I'm at a point now where I, I like I've barely even tweeted in the last week. Right. Because Twitter's you, gotten it's, so. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So toxic. Yep. I just can't even. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't even do good things for people anymore out there without somebody, you know, coming at you. Exactly. Or they think you have an ulterior I mean, motive. I mean, I mean, in the last week, we raised money for homeless in Texas. And and along the way, we've posted T-shirt sales that we do. All you're about is T-shirts anymore. What's well, my business? Yeah. I'm in a, I have an apparel business. And people, I don't think, understand that this show for you is like a part-time gig. That you are, yeah, this is not my this, this is, is not, not my full time job. Like right. you're hustling every weekend, you're doing tours, you're best yeah. buds with Steve, and Steve's helping you out, and you're all doing all this. But people and, and, don't and think. let me tell you what else people don't understand. You, Steve, Natalie, y'all come in here for free. Yep. Yeah, right? that's why I'm still collecting unemployment. I mean, y'all, y'all, no. y'all come in here but because we love you, you. Yeah. enjoy yeah. being here. I do, yeah. And you know, we do this because we're friends, yes. and and you know, that's that's the thing. That people don't get. They think that, oh, we're just a bunch of people sitting around here. No, we, we actually sacrifice to come in here and do what we do. Yeah. And that's why I steal the coffee and the snacks. That's why he steals the snacks. Hey, that's will right. you be prepared for the next financial <laughs> crisis? Our economy is already fragile because of COVID-19, so it won't take much to start an avalanche in the stock market or run on banks, freezing of credit cards, and a general collapse of the financial system. As we recently saw, the first thing you're going to see are food shortages, and that's why you need to be prepared ahead of time. So could you go weeks or months without being able to go buy food? Uh, not unless you stockpile emergency food from My Patriot Supply. That's America's leader in survival food. Right now, I'm going to save you $70 off their popular four-week food kit that gives you over 2,000 calories a day. You're going to stay. Uh, you're going to be able to keep it fresh for up to 25 years, and uh, it's good stuff. you got to just keep it in the proper storage. Uh, go to preparewithchad.com. You'll get the emergency food you need before the next emergency. Your four-week food kit will arrive discreetly at your door in a few days. Now's the time to prepare for the unexpected. <coughs> Excuse me. Go to preparewithchad.com. Preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. Oh, man. I don't know if you guys uh, know this or not, but 
Illinois representative proposes banning a popular video game because it's apparently contributing to Chicago area carjackings. Uh, the game is Grand Theft Auto. It's a pretty violent game. Yeah, all my kids played it. Did they, did they want to go out and carjack things? <laughs> nope. One's in law school. Um, two others are, you know, yeah. school teacher and a, the other one's a mother. And mm-hmm. the other one's, you know, finishing up high school. So yeah. um, that's to be determined yet. She's going to go carjack. That's that what she's going to do when she graduates. <laughs> now, psychologically, I'm the first person to say that I don't think that the overuse of any video game. I mean, I, I don't care if you're playing FIFA soccer on PlayStation. Too much of that is toxic. Agree. Mm-hmm. That's ours yeah. played on. They always um, had a limited time, limited schedule. Yeah. And we didn't allow certain games until certain ages. Absolutely not. Which, nope. But I don't think that um, playing a lot of video games is going to make you want to go be a carjacker. Uh, but whatever. I mean, let's keep pinning the blame on things that might have something to do with it. Let's don't focus on things like fatherlessness. I was just going to say. And or just the, the individual. Yeah. Right. I was kind of going through some stuff, and I was talking to my son the other day, 14 years old. Here's what he says to me. He says, Dad, I know you're going through a lot. Um, if, uh, if you need somebody to talk to, oh. I'm here for you. Oh, 14 years oh, old. Oh, I love him. I know. Isn't that cool? I was like, me, 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 okay. You're like, me, do you have time now? Me, me. I was like, you know what, son? As a matter of fact. <laughs> Let me take you to, to a little uh, Whataburger. We'll, we'll talk over some sweet tea. I know. I know. That's sweet. He went in there and talked to his mom about it, too, and, and she was all proud of him. And, and uh, yeah. Because, like, what 14-year-old these days are like, Dad, let's have a heart-to-heart. I can tell I you're going through some stuff. I know. My, uh, one of my daughters who's off at college, uh, she and I have committed to um, talking on the phone, a good, solid, uh, good conversation at least once a week, you know, because normally it's kind of a hodgepodge, but now we schedule it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get in there. They're at college, right? Right. I'm not going to be bugging them. Yeah. You know, if they need anything, they know where to find me. We still communicate. We text, whatever. But no, she wants to have a, a solid phone conversation every week. Uh, just to make sure that the lines of communication, and this was her idea. Uh, that's awesome. This that's was great. Her, I mean, for a 21 year old girl, yeah. I mean, this is who's got the world on a, on a platter. I mean, you know, and, yeah. and oh, she's super, super busy at keeping up with her own stuff. Uh, you know, that makes me proud. Yeah. That's it, the kind of thing that we're losing. Absolutely. As a culture. Yeah. I mean, talking on the phone. I like pray to God that people don't even leave me a voicemail message, you know? So talking on the phone is I talk to like a couple of people, my parents and like my best friend every day. And that's it on the phone. Most of it is text, but yeah, we have definitely lost that, you know, voice to voice. You know, there's that old adage, uh, you spell love T I M E. And and that's the thing. We don't take time Mm -mm. anymore. We're so distracted. So distracted. These little cellular devices are the worst. We're all guilty. Yeah. It's We're true. All guilty. It's true. Um, you might end up like this elderly woman, uh, 74 years old, Arizona woman. She was arrested for allegedly whacking her sleeping boyfriend in the head with a hammer. Oh. Because he left the television on. Now, don't go to that extreme. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> what video game was she watching that made no her want to whack out her boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Grand Hammer. That's uh, watching all those shows on Netflix and stuff about how they. <laughs> killed their or whatever the discovery chip where they're killing their neighbor and all kinds of stuff crazy psychos 
so so this lady she assaulted him he woke to the beating and then convinced her to drive him to the hospital oh and she did it uh as they approached the local hospital she allegedly pulled a gun on him wow but he was able to wrestle it away uh, he fled the vehicle, got medical help at the hospital, and told the workers about the hospital workers about the ordeal. Uh, she was arrested. Uh, he said, uh, "Yeah, she left. The, he left the TV on, and it kept her awake." Snapped. Snapped. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's Here, that's triggered. I can beat it. Okay. I can beat that story. Uh, <laughs> a Scottish woman got into a street brawl with a guy. And uh, she bit part of his tongue off. Ah, uh, ew! <laughs> a seagull came down, swooped it up, and no. gobbled it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's no. it. <laughs> I mean, what, at what part of the fight do the lips meet? And mouths meet each other. I mean, ew. Yeah, she uh, walked towards the guy with a clenched fist. Uh, she inexplicably kissed him. And chomped off three by two centimeter piece of his tongue. Well, she knew what she was doing when she was going in. Yeah, kissed him on the lips. During the course of that, she bit through his tongue. Ew! Ah. Ew! He spat out a bloody chunk of the organ. Ew! And then the seagull came and swooped in? I don't know that a a tongue is an organ. It's a muscle, right? I don't know if that's an organ. Maybe. Um, A bird plucked it off the ground, (laughs) ate it. God. Uh, Ew. Now I want some lingo with some cilantro and onions. (laughs) (laughs) You want a little terlingua? Lingua. 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 I know what you meant. I know what you said. Uh, Didn't require surgery uh, because the piece of the tongue was no longer available. Couldn't be reattached. Can you donate a tongue? You know how much that bleeding from... That's a lot of blood from tongue. You bite my tongue, there's going to be a a thrashing about the head and the neck. I'm telling you that. I'm going to beat your ass. (sighs) Bite my... Anyway. Uh, Then there was this kid. You want to talk about industrious... This 19-year-old, you see this story in Arizona? Uh, a lot of stuff happens in Arizona, apparently. <laughs> 19-year-old kid, he claimed to be kidnapped earlier this month uh, so he could get out of work. Um, finally confessed that he, that he staged the whole thing. He alleged that he'd been the victim of a kidnapping when two masked men struck him in the head outside his home, leaving him unconscious and shoved him inside their vehicle. Proceeded to say the kidnappers drove him around in the vehicle for some time before dropping him off at the location where he was discovered. Um, okay. Um, I wonder if they yelled, this is MAGA country. <laughs> I mean, there's way better stories than that yeah. to get out of work. Just quit. Uh, diarrhea. All you have to do is say you have diarrhea. They don't want you to come to work. Uh, let's see. Uh, apparently, he was trying to get some money out of it because uh, the te- detectives reported that Soul's alleged uh, the kidnapping was spurred on by a large sum of money his father had hidden somewhere in the community. They also uh, proved to be false, but once uh, he had concocted the scheme, he went on to stage the scene. He informed us, the detective said, that he had first stuffed a bandana in his mouth, and afterwards he took off his own belt and bound his hands. Then he laid on the ground and scooted out near the side of the road where somebody could see him. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what job did this guy have that he went to such great lengths to avoid having to show up for work? Uh, he was employed at the tire factory. Oh, okay. Uh so I think they canned him. Well, that was inspired by the Jesse Smollett case. I'm pretty sure that yeah. kid was like, Maybe oh, "I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and pull Jesse. See who believes me." Video games. And, or probably, what, yeah, or yeah. what video game? Yeah. What video game? <laughs> Whatever that. 
I don't know, man. Why are people so stupid? Stop being stupid, people. Relax. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Think to yourself, is this going to be a natural consequence? That's what I always tell my kids. Natural consequence? I don't know. You lie to authorities and you're carjacking. You might be thrown in jail. Yeah. That's a consequence. It does happen. I mean, now, Jesse still hasn't been. Of course not, because he's no. in Hollywood and he's got all his liberal friends and they're well, all yeah. rallying. No, so he's, yeah. he's one of those who's committed to the lie. And if, if you're going to lie, you've got to be committed to it. Got to be committed to it. That guy um, gave in over while, some while police. While not getting committed. Exactly. That guy gave in to some police pressure about his story. He, he wasn't that committed to yeah, his no, lie. No, you're right. He wasn't. Yeah. I've come to the conclusion a long time ago, but now I'm saying it out loud, that Anthony Fauci is a con man. Uh, you're not the first to say that. He's a con man. People are over him. I, th- I think most people are really with him. Yeah, he uh, came out and said vaccinated people shouldn't dine indoors or go to the theater I- quite yet. Um, so if you get vaccinated, eh, it doesn't do you any good. Uh, there are things, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not going to be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining theaters, places where people congregate, that's uh, because of the safety of society. Um, there you go. Because of the burden of the virus in society will be high, which it will be right now. Uh, we're still at an unacceptably high baseline rate. He's a real Debbie Downer, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, talk about... He's a con man. He really is. He loves the attention. He's an attention whore, bottom line. Uh-huh. But I mean, <laughs> so are we. Uh, <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helps you sleep, focus, act, be better? There is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Some need help falling asleep. Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, increase your overall sense of well-being. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. And hey, if you go over there... Uh, check them out. They've even got some some stuff you can sample and, and see how it works for you. Uh, you deserve to feel happier. And Headspace's meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Chad. That's headspace.com slash Chad for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. It's the best deal offered right now, so I want you to go to headspace.com slash, watch ch- uh, slash Chad today. Be right back. One of the things that is annoying to me is anytime you say anything about like our brand unapologetic patriot or say things about patriotism or loving your country, now everybody says, oh, you must be one of them capital rioters. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We're a terrorist. You, you know what I'm saying? Like if you say anything about loving America. Yeah. Well, then you, I mean, this totally gave those people that January 6th deal. Uh-huh. Just totally gave people a whole thing to like take you there and say, like, if you honest to God think that a dude in a, in a water buffalo helmet who, who walks into the Capitol and these guys and all their little costumes and all this stuff and some of these QAnon theories that are out there. If you think that that's representative of the average conservative thinker or mind or or persuaded person, you're stupid. Uh-huh. You're just stupid. 
And so what their uh, a new article came out with the Washington Post that says a majority of the people arrested for Capitol riot had a history of financial trouble. Um, I bet over half of them probably are not even registered voters. I mean, True. wouldn't surprise me if you if it came back and they weren't registered to vote. Yeah, the financial problems are revealing because they offer potential clues for understanding why so many Trump supporters, many with professional careers and few with violent, violent criminal histories, were willing to participate in an attack egged on by the president's rhetoric, painting him and his supporters as undeserving victims. Uh, while no single factor exa- explains why someone decided to join in, Donald Trump and his brand of grievance politics tapped into something that resonated with hundreds of people who descended on the Capitol in a historic burst of violence. Uh, I think you're finding uh, what what you're finding is more than just economic insecurity, but a deep seated feeling of precarity about their personal situation. Uh, so what they're saying is these people are just so desperate that obviously the president just incited them to violence, uh, and people saying, "Well, you got to you know you got to fight this, got to fight this election." They bought into a lie and la 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 and so yeah. on. It so said forth. hundreds of people out of eighty million people that voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's like it's not even enough yeah. to count, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying these people always already felt like they'd lost something. Um, and it was just kind of. They lost something way before that. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Susan Sarandon, she's my favorite. Uh, of course, you know, a very outspoken liberal activist, Susan Sarandon, <laughs> accuses Joe Biden of pulling bait and switch on COVID stimulus checks. Um, they eat their own. Yep. Really, really, Susan, you're really looking for that extra money? Mm-hmm. I mean, only 9% of the COVID relief fund is going for COVID stuff. Yeah, she says that the difference between $2,000 and the $1,400 checks that are now being floated is a matter of survival. Where are the $2,000 checks you promised Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Reverend Warnock, Ossoff? Um, so she uh, she's fighting for you, folks. Um, uh, yeah, and she also probably voted for him. So she said, "If voters feel like Dems are pulling a bait and switch, don't be surprised when they don't show up in twenty two or twenty four." Uh, well, yeah. I would say, you know, at least she's calling out both sides. You're not gonna, you know, you got to call wrong when it's wrong in your eyes. You know, both yeah. ways. Well, that's just me yeah. being mean to Susan Sarandon by talking about her. I should, I should probably repent. I'm not a talking fan about of her take or it her, back, Chad. Or her take husband's it back. politics. Take it back. Yeah. Oh, uh, this. Uh, oh my gosh, this stuff. Walmart says it's going to raise workers' average pay to fifteen dollars an hour as it warns of slowing growth. Uh, but that's because. Let me unpack that for you. While that sounds like, oh wow, Walmart is really woke. They're raising wages fifteen dollars minimum. Um, well, they're slowing down, which means they're going to be laying people off. They're going to be relying on online sales more than anything else. Um, their e-commerce sales grew by 69% in the fourth quarter of last year, um, So, uh, which was their slowest growth rate since the start of the pandemic. So they're coming back. They expect lower profits, slower growth in the fiscal year, uh, in the new fiscal year. So they're, uh, It only you know, takes one teller to take care of, I think it's about 12 self-checkouts. Yep. So, and I always do self-checkout. And by the way, Walmart has way more online, way more. I think they should have a reduced price for self-checkout. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're doing the work. You're doing the work. And honestly, $15 an hour, it should be like $17 an hour because after taxes, it's not $15 an hour. You're looking at 13 and change. Somebody, somebody came to me the other day and they said, I want to work for you. And they said, will you pay me $15 an hour? <laughs> it, it, and I said, absolutely not. 
And they said, well, what would you pay me? I said, whatever I decide, <laughs> because that's what I believe in, in, in a free wage. Mm-hmm. And then you can decide if you want to take the job. That's right. At any time, I could decide I don't like to pay and I go find somewhere else to work. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you sit there and you look at, um, you have, and I mean, it's all arbitrary, mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. Companies are charging hidden COVID fees to make up for lost profits. Well, they call that illegal. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Joe Biden wants to pass it as a law. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. The pandemic has caused financial strain for many people and businesses in Michigan, but that does not provide companies uh, with the right to impose unauthorized costs on their customers and clients, especially those in uh, senior communities and those who are already living on fixed income. Uh, Extra fees, especially when they're a surprise, aren't typically praised by the patron, but small businesses and franchises have to get creative out of desperation. The gift card drives blah, blah, blah. I can't with this crap. Britney Spears. Oh, now let's talk. Let's talk about let's Britney. Let's talk about it. Fake fame. She made she made her first public statement on the new documentary out there, Framing Britney Spears. You've seen it, what, seven times? Yeah, Candace and I have seen it several times. It is so good. I gotta watch it. I is guess. that the girl that shaved her hair That's off? That's the girl. Okay. Yeah. Something's wrong with Britney. Well, just yep. watch your Instagram. Oh, There's yep. a lot going on there. A She's always lot. in a swimsuit and stuff. And well, a, a, a swimsuit is covered yeah. up. Oh, okay. She's she in tweeted uh, Skechers and boxer shorts from 1992. Oh, okay. She tweeted, "Each person has their story and their take on other people's stories." Yep. We all have so many different bright, beautiful lives. Remember, no matter what we think we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. Okay, okay so that Instagram post came out two weekends ago and that was the first post i saw when um what was it the documentary was released so now everyone if you didn't know everybody's totally re going rereading and going back and trying to decipher what she was trying to say but like yeah jamie spears he's got to go she's not gonna work she's like not going to take any work or do anything until as long as her out. father is the conservatorship yeah, and he the, is in control yeah where's yeah. lynn where's lynn spears i don't know any of these people Hang tight, we'll be right back. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> oh, stop it with the droplets. You've been coughing. Do you have the 19, the cove? No. I think there's a new one out. The, oh, the second strain? The, the COVID-20. Uh, the devil is among us. That's I wouldn't what, be surprised. Nothing so, that's would That's one of the headlines me. that was out there. Yeah. Hillary Clinton, speaking of devils, uh, <laughs> State of Terror. She's written a new fictional Secretary of State novel. Uh, supposedly. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Supposed, supposedly uh, supposed to mirror uh, her and Bill's marriage and relationship and, and job. Yeah, at uh, least she's not posing which, in a swimsuit. I think, I think Bill's probably writing another book called State of Terror uh, about their marriage, which is completely <laughs> nonfiction. Um, anyway, I don't know, man. The world's gone crazy. It's Thursday. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Got a lot going on. Got shows coming up. Go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Uh, find us out there on the road coming to Memphis. Got a couple of dates in Arkansas in April. Going to be in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Uh, on March 19th and 20th. Go check us out. Watch chad.com and go to blazetv.com slash chad. Use code CPS. Uh, we're finalizing uh, this big, big deal. $30 off an annual subscription. It's the best deal ever. And it's going to be going away very soon. So now's the time to subscribe. Uh, we're just having fun, people. That's all it is. It's just words and we're just talking and 
Lisa, I love you, and Steve, I love you, and Candace and Mark, I love and appreciate all the hard work you guys do. And Natalie, who's not here with us today, love her, and Sarah, and whoever else shows up around here. Yeah. I just love my Blaze family. You just and we love in. you too, Glenn. You're the most famous Mormon since Joseph Smith. <laughs> love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>